The hushed tones of the evening prayer stopped when the chapel doors were flung open. William, who always struggled to settle his mind and emotions just after training, craned his neck. A black-clad sergeant brother rushed along the aisle towards Master Arnaud, who awaited him with calm and dignity. William found himself straining to listen to their whispered exchange. Already his blood was coursing faster, his body straining to stand and fight instead of kneel. Master Arnaud thanked the sergeant with a nod, then swept his gaze over the gathered brothers. To arms, with God's will! The room erupted into fast, efficient movement. The knights, who had just come in from arms training, gathered in the yard. Others rushed to squires, waiting with armor, horses, and weapons. William spotted his squire, Hamo, waiting for him near the gates, the dappled gray Destria pouring the parched ground as if the beast were imploring them to make more haste. William strode towards them. What is this about? Saracen incursion. They attacked a group of Christians on the road, not far from here. Hamo placed William's white kappa round his shoulders. One boy escaped to beg for help. He lived. William mounted the warhorse, which shifted eagerly underneath him. Hamo shrugged. He had a couple of arrows sticking out of him. Damned heathens must have thought him dead. Saracen incursions were, sadly, a frequent occurrence ever since the dog Saladin had found his courage and started to attack the Christian heartlands. His destrier tossed its head, and William reached down to pat the stallion's neck. Finally, all the knights were mounted. Further back, the sergeant brothers, more numerous, had gathered around their commander too. William put on his helmet, then gripped his lance, his sword and mace girded at his side. The master signaled and the knights rode out into the searing sun, falling into formation out on the road. Once through the gate, their horses broke into a canter, and William's heart widened, opened. Bernard of Clairvaux had described the Templars as lions in war and lambs in the convent. But as much as William had tried, he couldn't for the life of him imagine what a lamb would feel like. While their sacred rule forbade falconry and all other hunting, they were allowed to hunt lions. William had once stood over a slain lion, then knelt and touched one of those fearsome paws, gazed into the golden eyes. Even in death, his red blood buzzing with flies, the lion had looked nothing like a lamb. Just then, William thought he heard screams, even through his helmet. Shrill sounds of fear and agony carried far in this land. He couldn't be sure over the noise of hooves and his armor, but then the master signaled the charge. The knights moved closer together, thighs almost touching as the formation tightened closed, horses reaching and straining, foam splattering the cloth coverings of white and black and red white for their purity, black for the terror in the hearts of the heathens, and the red, red cross of martyrdom. They came over the hill, and the sight below made William's breath catch in his throat. He'd worried they'd be too late, and for some of the pilgrims they were. Several lay dead already, others cowered screaming for help. Amid them stood one man who had seized a Saracen sword and shield and fought against four heathens, an upturned cart to his back. Other Saracens were plundering, women and children already bound under guard to be carried off into slavery. The attackers might be mere bandits or an advanced unit of Saladin's army, maybe foragers who'd seen fit to harass Christians wherever they encountered them. A warning cry rang out.
A number of Saracens hurried to their horses. Others turned, swords in hands, eyes betraying surprise and hatred. But above all, fear.